Good morning, KYRO fans. You're listening to NPC, Not Politically Correct. Boy, we had a weekend off, and we've had two weeks of hearings. What do you oh, think, Andrew? so much stuff, man. I'm still yes. I'm still sleeping. I, you know what? If you actually sat there and watched those hearings, I'm surprised you're alive, to be honest. Yeah, but, you know, we have to for our job. One of us did. I'm, it wasn't going to be me. Yeah, Sorry. Know. You know what it would take for me to watch? Uh, now, here's the deal. I've watched Senate hearings over the years. And they are but boring. in order for me to watch this Senate hearing, it would take so much money. And even then, I don't know that I could do it. Yeah. Well, this is just the Senate I'm waiting for. Then it'll all be fair. Well, the Senate hearings will be hilarious. These, whatever these hearings are, are ridiculous you at know, best. They ask a question of a witness. And he said, don't answer that. We're not going to out the whistleblower. Now, how does he know who the whistleblower If he doesn't know who the whistleblower no, but, is, how did he know that the was thing. going to out Schiff the whistleblower? has already outed the whistleblower four or five times. Yeah. I mean, he's made it abundantly clear if you just listen to the story and you put the pieces together, you can figure out who the whistleblower is. Oh, well, he even forgot deal. to redact the guy's name. Well, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the whole side. That's what we're dealing with in this latest circus that's going on in D.C. that the American taxpayers are paying for. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's you know, the thing is the the grounds and the things that they're calling up don't hold up in a county business meeting. Yeah. That alone, a a, a, a quasi hearing, because that's the only way to really describe this. It's not a real hearing. They're not actually subpoenaing people. I'm sorry. This is a carnival circus. Yes. We we this is a strong worded document that says you should appear. That ain't a subpoena, brother. Yeah, I'm not showing up to a strong-worded document. Ugh. Yeah, if, if you don't, we're going to count that as hindering prosecution or whatever. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, because that would mean that it had to be a legal prosecution to begin with, and so. it would have to also be a legal subpoena. Right. God, you know why don't they just hire REO Speedwagon and let them go in there and sit down and sing? I heard it from a friend just, who heard it from a just, friend who heard it from a friend and do that all day long. At least there'd be some entertainment just, factor. Just sing it in the background the whole time. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, some of these witnesses, as they went on, I listened to some of the, the randomness that they had to say. And the one that strikes me, I believe, the hardest is probably the one who, you know, talked about, well, he heard it from a colleague who believed that the president was on the phone with whoever it was. Well, that, that, that's nothing. Yeah. Like nothing at all. I don't even understand how you can make that anything. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So you're trying to lead an investigation with not even first or second, but sometimes third and fourth, fourth hand, hand information. That's not even a real thing. And you got Democratic congressmen saying sometimes – Hearsay is better than real evidence. Oh, uh, no, uh, no, no, it's not. They're so dumb, it's you know, not even funny. You know, we have this thing called the Constitution. Yeah, that thing. Boy, do they hate it. Of course they hate it because they're socialist. They don't care about the Constitution. They hope it dies more and more each and every day. Well, they want it to die because it's a hindrance to them. Well, and the thing is, if this continues to proceed and they're ever actually able to pull anything out of this, then you have witnessed the death of the U.S. Constitution. 
because they will set a precedent if they can push it forward. Oh, they're going to try. They're and they're committed. The, they have no choice. Right, and that's the thing. They are going to try. And you know, there's a couple of there's a couple of, of of dangerous things that we've we've seen in this in this hearing, or whatever it is. I hate to even call it a hearing. I don't know what you call it. Show trial. Show trial. All right, I like that. I can live with that. It's yeah. a show. All right, in this show trial. I mean, it's like watching Judge Judy. It is, except at least Judge Judy's funnier, maybe. Well, at least she gets the law right. Well, that is also true. As we've watched these different people get up and they talk about this aspect and that. And insp- All right. I said it last night. They keep using a phrase and they're just using the phrase for the sake of the phrase. What's their favorite phrase? Quid pro quo. And they say it nonstop. Well, they did. Now it's bribery. Well. Because it. Focus group. They're they're so dumb. Is there a law against quid pro quo? Well, here's the thing. It's not even a real thing because any educated person would use the term reciprocity. Yeah. Because that's the truth of what it is. It is a payment or payback for an action being reciprocity. And isn't that that how all business works? That is how all business works. When I sell you some of this delicious gluten or, I mean, uh, sugar-free ketchup. Yeah. You give me money, I give uh-huh. you ketchup. Yeah, that would be reciprocity or quid pro quo. So stop saying the word. You don't. You, you people are idiots, all of them. This is the most off the chain and ridiculous group I have ever been able to witness. And what's wrong Schiff, with Schiff's eyes? I don't know. He is a moron. My eyes are jacked up, and I don't know what's wrong with his. <laughs> I mean, Shift is crazy. There's no question. I like the. Uh, I'm waiting to see what kind of bomb Barr is going to drop. Because I have a feeling that the bomb he drops is going to be nothing like the kind of bars, bombs they drop. Uh, well, they're throwing water balloons. Yes. He's going to drop a nuclear oh, yeah. warhead. Yeah, like a good one. Because I really think you're going to see more indictments coming out of this so quick. And you're going to see rats scurrying to see who can get to him first to make a deal. And I believe you're very correct in that. And from what I've heard about his indictments that are being written up, there are executive level indictments in there from a previous administration. Yeah. Well, hmm. It's going to be interesting. And I you think know, it's going to be ba- hilarious. Barr has been to Ukraine. He's been to Russia digging, working with their prosecutors. Well, and and that's part of this. Did you see? And speaking of prosecutors in Ukraine, <laughs> did you notice the head of Burisma was indicted? I saw that by the Ukrainian authorities. Interested. So I'm waiting to see what comes out of that. I I think we're going to see some pretty wild stuff come out of all of these different these different investigations, prosecutions, et cetera, et cetera, that are going on. But they're not going to be the ones that come from the Democratic side. And when we go to break, I can't say this on air, but ask me what my spook told me. Okay. I will do it. Because this is going to freak you out. So one of the 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 big things, you know, they're building this up. Now, let's talk about media because this is relevant. If you look at MSNBC, CNN, or any mainstream media up to and including... 
some of the ones you believe are right-leaning, their stories are clickbait. Yeah. Because they're headlining everything. And then once you read it, that's not even the nature of what the story is or what happened. You've got CNN playing 24 hours a day everywhere, and all they're talking about is the president's the president's soon-to-be impeachment. His, his big freaking deal. By all means, send it to the Senate. Just see what happens. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. It's what you want so bad. Just take the vote. Take the vote. Send it. And they, see and see how many of them don't get reelected. Right. CNN was bouncing around a fake poll the other day. I mean, sure, they polled probably three people. And 48% of the people they polled think the president should be removed for his actions. So they interviewed 48 Democrats. Probably. Now, speaking of that, about two weeks ago, there was a poll. Then by university. An unweighted poll. Oh, boy. In other words, they went out. They found so many Democrats, so many Republicans, and so many so-called independents. Mm Mm-hmm. 63% want this to go away. Wow. They didn't weight it like all the other polls. They find another 9% of Democrats because they say 9% of the Democrats they poll won't vote, so they have to interview another 9%. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know, weighting of a poll is a joke. It's so you can get the results you want. I mean, reasonably, if you interview enough people, eventually you can get the result you want as long as you weight it to one side. Well, when I was in statistics class, they said you can make your statistics show whatever you want them to show. Yeah. It's how it's your internals that matter. <coughs> That's why I like to take polls and find the internals in them and see how they weight it. Right. Where did they survey this at? You know, if you get a poll from South Chicago, guess what? You're not going to find a Republican. No, it's going to be very much different than a poll that you may take in Dallas. Correct. It's the, There's a lot of things that are going to be very, very different in those polls. And let's be honest about poll numbers. I know Americans have no memory whatsoever, but who was it that was predicted to win the presidential election by, like, an unbelievable percent? That's right. It was Hillary. Oh, I forgot but, about that but, election. But then she got such a spanking... That she didn't even get close to the percentages that they were talking about. Not even anywhere near them. And that was that's one of the times when if Americans would pull their heads out of their butts and actually pay attention and remember a little bit of recent history, they would know that polls are unreliable. No matter what. Yeah. Just leave your polling alone. Because guess what? If I know it's a Democratic pollster, uh, I don't give them straight answers. Oh, neither do I. And, you know, I hardly ever give a Republican poster straight answers. No. I really like messing with them. It's fun. There's you know, there's no question. Get the hillbilly that. accent going. And- oh, yeah. I, I I think all of these these aspects that we've got, that we have going right now, in American government as a whole, is ridiculous. We have turned into something that looks like a... Oh, something you would see in a trial in the Sudan. It's ridiculous. There's non-factual evidence. There's information that doesn't exist. We have 
whistleblowers, and I use air quotes to say that, that may not even exist. That may not be true whistleblowers. They're just using that to shield them. Well, Shift is using the whistleblower saying they're guaranteed anonymity. Nowhere in the statute does it give you that right. <sighs> not really. Not really so much at all. Because he's not the prosecutor. Right. So he doesn't have that ability. Only the prosecutor has the right, right. to and shield And since him. this is a non-trial, there is no prosecutor. So that's a weightless guarantee. Yeah, well, the thing is, they're saying, well, he was guaranteed an anonymity. Well, no. No. He came forward and leveled charges. The whistleblower statutes needs to be rewritten again. Yeah, because here's because the th if it's not firsthand information. No, but here's the other thing about the whistleblower statute: it is illegal under the U.S. Constitution, as you have the right to face your accuser. Right. Period. Any time that the right to face your accuser is gone, I feel that no matter what the circumstance, you've gone into a communist situation. That's it. It's gone. If I don't have the right to look at you, if you're accusing me of something in the court, that's not a real trial. No matter what the situation is. Oh, I know it's crazy. All right, we're going to go to break, Lee. We oh, will wow, be that was right back. This is Not Politically Correct on 1280 AM, KYRO 105.3 FM, your hometown station. We'll be back right after these. Well, that was a short break. Welcome back. This is Not Politically Correct Radio on 1280 AM, KYRO 105.3 FM, Lincoln County's hometown station. I am Dodd Heasley, and we are back. Yeah. Let's keep on going down the rabbit hole, man. Yeah. Like I said, I was watching Thursday, and I guess it's Ambassador Hill. They call her Dr. Hill. If I didn't know better, I'd swear she was CIA operative because I Tell swear Tell me you're she not talking about the eye blank. She was flashing code with her eyes. Oh, my gosh. If I could remember my Morris code good enough, I think I could have deciphered it. But, she was uh, probably blinking Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so that, that could have been it maybe that's what we were missing i can't help it those are my favorite memes on facebook right now uh, that and the cat the cat is glorious i i love the cat one of the uh you know some of the other interesting things that are bouncing around out there did you like the one i shared off air uh yes i did I, you I, believe I, that one I believe that the likelihood is very high. The, uh, yeah, yep, I like it. Yeah. One of the, the, the things that we're... And that's going to come out in the bar thing. Oh, I'm sure it will. That's going to be glorious. The bar, when bar drops his bomb... Yeah, it's going to be a it's nuclear. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be the bomb to end all bombs. I feel there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I think this whole impeachment thing's gone. Well, now here's what I'm waiting for. What news story will be fabricated to move attention away from this thing? You mean the school shooting we had just last week was no. supposed to because they were failing so bad? Oh, that one's pretty. I think you're still going to have to wait for something bigger. Oh, they're, they're going to look for something to deflect from oh, bar. Oh, they're going to deflect hardcore. But what's it going to be is the question. Well, I'm sure it'll be something organized and calculated. I have I have yeah. no doubts whatsoever. You know, I got in an argument with a man earlier this week. You? About he, he was against Trump because Trump made a statement, we no longer have a free press. Well, we don't. 
we don't as far as the mainstream media. If it wasn't no. for the internet, yeah, and then you still have to be careful with it, we wouldn't be getting any news. That is very... <coughs> you know, the internet keeps them sort of straight, but not straight enough yet. No, and well, the thing is, is on the internet, you have a lot of people, a lot of sites that portray themselves as conservative news, like in their name, et cetera, et cetera. But what we find out is they're not. And when we do a little more background to who actually owns them, that's when we find out that they don't fit that mold at all. Yeah. And they're basically propaganda machines, you mean much like, like mainstream media. You mean like Alex Jones is a conspiracy machine? Yes. But, However, you know, he makes no bones about it. No, he doesn't. And that's fine. Um... Yeah, you keep talking about that. I got to look up something scary I found this week. Oh, you make me nervous. You go looking for this. But like I said, my response was, well, technically he's right. Because, you know, no matter, you give you give them something positive about Trump, they'll find a negative and make a story of one negative thing out of the 20 positives. That's not a fair and free press. No, it's not. not it, now, he means. may have misspoken when he said we don't have a free press. We don't have a fair press. And uh, that's just obvious from looking at how they're reporting on these hearings. It, it is. I mean, after, after Ambassador uh, Sondland got up there, and if I didn't know better, I'd swear he was a paid never-Trumper the I, way he got I'm, in. I'm going to be honest. The way he carried on... He sounded a lot like a never-Trumper. I mean, I really think he he gave a million dollars to get to go to one of the galas. Right. And had never met the president before he got nominated. That tells me somebody in the inner circle who was a never-Trumper found him, and they were going to use him in their thing. Because he got in there and said this was a quid picker and everything else. But once he got into questioning... And he said quid pro quo, and before he had ever answered a question, this is just from his statement, the news media was running with it. We have Trump. Yes. Well, you know, for shifting them, he still was answering pretty good. Once Jordan and the boys got hold of him and tightened down on his nuts, all of a sudden he said, well, I actually heard this from so-and-so who heard it. You know, once again, we were back to REO Speedwagon. Right. No one has this direct, oh, this is who I talked to, or I am the person who heard this. Vinman was the leak to the whistleblower. Right. Vinman got pissed because he had fabricated his whole thing that he was the lead on Ukraine, and Trump and them weren't using him or taking his brief serious. He leaked this because he was irrelevant. Right. I also love how a lot of these different people that have done whatever, talked, have said, well, I felt that he was implying. I thought that he was implying to, referring to the president, implying to, wait a minute. I presumed. Right. Wait a minute. No. You don't assume, you don't presume crap when you're dealing with the president of the United States. You don't, no, let's be honest. Let's let's just break it down to what it is. If you're dealing with, think of this like any company, because essentially that's what we're talking about here. Two companies, the United States and the Ukraine. 
If you're one of the guys who's handling setting up the meeting of the two CEOs and their communications, probably a bad idea to pursue, presume any one of them means anything. If they mean it, they're going to say exactly what it's going to be. And we can't stop using the, well, Trump's an idiot. No, he's been doing business for a really long time. If he says, I want you to X, Y, Z, that's exactly what he means. He doesn't want you to do F, G, and Y. Just do what he said to do. If there's more that he wants you to do later, I'm confident that he can communicate that point to you. If you see something needs to be done, then it's your job to say, do you um, think we should address this? Right. And as a major business guy, he wouldn't be offended by that. No. He'd go, oh, where'd you find that? Oh, yeah, we're going to address that. And that that's the whole thing with this whole impeachment thing. It's a bunch of hearsay from a bunch of people who are butthurt. Right. Because if you notice, well, he's going against the policies. Oh, yeah. Who, who sets the foreign policy for the United States well, the per the Constitution? Right. The Constitution clearly outlines that the president has full discretion of foreign policy and immigration. So if that's his his to do, why is he having so much trouble with people not wanting to do what he's dictating? This is his job. He gets to call the shots just because you got a bunch of slappy socialist diplomats that want us to be a one world order under right. the United Nations. And he's going against that because he wants to make America great. Where, where, where's this come up that's grounds to impeach? It's kind of crazy, but I think it leads down to our next section. Uh, okay, let's hear the whole. All right. Now, it's not a bad hole, and you can very simply Google it yourself and find the information on it. It's called the 1630 Fund. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have. I figured you had. So the 1630 Fund is a little-known nonprofit headquartered in Washington, D.C. that spent $141 million on more than 100 left-leaning causes during the midterm election. Some of these mid some of these causes were there was a couple guys that that ran for democratic seats and somehow they all ran unopposed. Strange. Yeah. Let's go a little further into what this thing is. So, they filed their their new tax filing came out from the group and the money was contributed and part of the money went to try to smear Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh and other Trump judicial nominees boosting ballot measures, raising the minimum wage, and changing laws and voting and voting restrictions in numerous states. These are all things that they've been dumping money into. Check this out. They also had an anonymous donation of $51.7 million to their cause, and this group is basically working similar to a super PAC where they're just dumping money into it. Uh, the left-leaning political nonprofit, according to experts who pointed to the Koch network and the Crossroads network as a rare right-leaning groups that post bigger yearly fundraising totals at the height of their power. The 1630 fund raised last year in a, is a sign that Democrats and allies have embraced the method of dark money. So basically what they're doing is these guys aren't held to the same standard as if you donate to a candidate because they are a nonprofit. Okay? It is estimated that they are well over the $100 million range and are holding this money. These kinds of totals aren't unheard of, but they're out there. 
uh, in an email, the 1630 Fund Executive Amy Kuntz wrote that it provides growth for the disenfranchised, et cetera, et cetera. They're pushing for a national socialized monetary fund. George Soros. You're absolutely right. <laughs> anyway, these guys have gone on. So here's here's the problem and what we're finding about this, okay? Former Hillary Clinton press secretary Brian Phelan also ran out of the 1630 fund when he ran. And so have many other extreme leftists. More recently, the group projected a video of Christine Ford accusing Kavanaugh of assault on the side of a on the side of a truck outside of a Washington Gala where Kavanaugh was speaking. In addition to the direct spending conducted under the prominent trade name 1630 Fund, has also distributed $91 million in grants to 95 groups. Now, here comes the problem. And you know this problem is going to be big. These, these leftist groups are able to acquire massive amounts of money. Now, we know that in modern elections, you can do a misdirection campaign and successfully win. Well, they tried. It didn't. They haven't tried like this. <laughs> Not like what they're going to try this next time. Oh. Yeah, it didn't work previously, but now they've got a whole new thing. Remember, you've got a massive amount of people that just run around and scream, orange man bad, orange man bad. Well, those people, you already know what direction they're going. In the last four years, you now have four groups of people that weren't previously able to vote that now are. Most people under 25 scream, orange man bad, orange man bad. Yeah, because he hurts your feelings. Right. And when we come back after this break, we're going to talk a little bit about what could happen. Just a thought. You're listening to Not Politically Correct Radio, 1280 AM, KYRO, 105.3 FM, Lincoln County's hometown station. We'll be right back. Good afternoon, and thank, or good morning, I guess it is. Right. Thank you for returning for our third segment today. We're glad to have you back. This is KYRO on 1280 AM, 105.3, your hometown or home county how do we want to say that i don't know you know we really not hometown we're, we're saying we're your home county but you know well we are a troy station so That's i'm gonna go with hometown i like it yeah and uh this is not politically correct we hope you've heard the first two segments we're gonna start getting a little dark now we are gonna get a little dark Before you know get... but, all right i got a question yeah you know, I, I studied political science. I didn't really study constitutional law that much. Okay. I have had to read up on it periodically. Yep. Tell me exactly what is constitutional about any of this crap they're doing. Well, none of it. Because here's here's what's happened. We have lost the ability in modern time to have a true election. That's That's the sense behind it. Basically... We have what we've done, and what the left has done, is they have made it impossible for a person who is not a billionaire to run for president. That's the truth behind it. Okay, the office well, of the you president have to be one to run for senate. It, you do. All elected positions were meant to be filled 
by citizen by, by the oh. people. Now, it's not to say that Henry Ford would be wrong in running for president. That's fine. But it's also not to say that Lee Thompson would be wrong to run for president either. Oh, no, that's just wrong. Oh, oh, oh no, I'd really love to be in charge of your Department of Defense. <laughs> I would, <laughs> trust me, I would get us into more war than you could imagine. Heavy right. It would be glorious. It'd be great for the... The empire. Yeah. Yeah, let's call it what it is, the empire. Yeah. All right. So, basically what's happening is, if if you give money no matter if you're a business or whatever you are, you give money to a candidate, that has to be reported. All right, fine. But if you give money to a nonprofit that is part of a super PAC, not technically a super PAC, but a nonprofit that supports candidates, blah, 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 congratulations, it's dark money now. Because then they can in turn give it to whoever they want. Okay? Now, Let's throw the hypothetical situation out of here. Let's say in 2020, as we move further down this line of indefinite and eventual destruction, they choose to support a candidate, and they will, that fits, that checks all the boxes for what the left wants. And then they dump an amount of money on this candidate that is untouchable. This candidate is covered all the time. Radio, newspapers, CNN, MSNBC, TV commercials, giant billboards, the whole works. Well, here's the thing. The vast majority of modern-day Americans do as they're told. They've been taught in our school system, do as you're told. They're highly open to suggestion because they are not free thinkers. There is a small demographic of our country that still remains free thinkers. These are the free thinkers that broke the sound barrier, that ran the Manhattan Project. Those are the types that we're talking about in the free thinkers. But there's not a lot of that. If this super pact is to theoretically dumps enough money on a Democratic candidate, President Trump's campaign will respond in kind. The only difference is this Democratic super PAC or whatever it is, dark money, is going to create one of the biggest problems you've ever seen in a modern election. Now, let's look at some other things that are problems in our modern election. We have electronic voting machines that don't work right, that are backdoored by China or the Ukraine. Yep, the Ukraine. It's not Russia. It's the Ukraine. And okay. guess who owns the company that builds those? Go ahead. George Soros. Okay. We know that George Soros <laughs> is the enemy of liberty nation or worldwide. Yes. He is the man who destabilized the entire Greek economy and crashed them. Crashed them. It, well, not just them, but, you know. They stand out the most. Yes. Okay. Now. They really took a hit. They, wow. So theoretically, the Republicans are entirely too confident. That's the truth of this whole thing. That's not even theoretical. The average Republican you meet is entirely too confident that his candidate will win. 
because what he's not counting on is buses of people being funded by dark money and taken to voting places. He's not counting on those buses running through through groups of illegals and taking them to go vote and informing them who to vote for because they will. Realistically speaking, everyone, you know, everyone jokes and says, you know, uh, Trump doesn't need glasses because he's got 2020. It's funny. It's a funny meme. Yeah. He does not have 2020. Not yet. Not even close. Because that could all change. So December 8th, everything can change through the entire process. And that's the truth of what this is. If we are not careful now. I know there's always people out there talking about, oh, this is the election. No, this one actually is the election. This will decide if the United States remains or moves closer to being a constitutional republic or if we fall into eight years of socialism and then eight more and eight more and eight more. This is what we're looking at now. Yeah, we're we're to the point now. Every election is important, no matter how to big, save the republic. Absolutely, and here's here's but what th- they want us to be a democracy, not a republic. Oh yes, they do. And here here's the thing. People forget about local elections. Now we talk about the presidential election, and it's relevant. The Senate is more relevant than the presidential election is. Presidential election is meaningless. The Senate and House elections, they're meaningful. But check this out. All elections, your local county, your county commissioner, your city officials, they're very relevant because they can increase your taxes, file levies against your house, and seize everything you own. That's the truth. (laughs) The likelihood of the federal government seizing your property is pretty low. We can look and see where if we did... The comparison for who seizes the most property, very quickly we would find it's not federal government that seizes it. Yeah, it's not state. It's No, it's local government that seizes property, yeah. either for back tax or some ridiculousness. They seize property. Or you, or you tick them off and they use eminent domain to build something there. Exactly. The point I'm going down as we, we stroll down this yellow brick road is that if we if we're not prepared for what's coming, if we're not prepared to make sure all our kinfolk vote, that's the tr- that's the truth behind it. Yep. Great. You and I are two votes, Lee. That's it. We need to turn about 40,000 people with us. Because one of the states that that super pact of dark money is dumping their money into, you know where it is? Missouri. Missouri ranks in some of the top. Missouri, Colorado. There are these states that can go either way. But if you take a state like Missouri and you dump a lot of money against Democrat, you know, for your Democratic candidates, you can win the state. That's dangerous. Well, that's because we've got two Republican senators. Yep. They got to flip the Senate. Right. And what here's the thing. President doesn't matter. No, the president here's the thing. Everybody puts all this power in the president. The office of the president doesn't actually hold any damn power. Except for except for foreign policy and immigration. Yep. The president writes the treaties, not no. the Senate approves them. 
Correct. They've got this all wrong. They're saying, well, he didn't come to the Senate for us to do a treaty. He doesn't have to. No, he brings it to them after he's made a treaty. Yeah, and tells them this is this is what we did. Yeah. Now, at that point, the Senate cannot accept that treaty. That's fine. They have that's the check versus the balance. They can say, "Man, uh, you're selling us down the river, Mr. President. We're not going to do this," and that's their power. But the treaty is written and created by the president, and that is his constitutional power. The Senate's constitutional power is to approve or disprove. Of that treaty. Or do nothing. Or do absolutely nothing. And then it goes into effect on its own. Right. Now, if we lose the Senate, let's let's just go ahead and play the scenario out. You lose the Senate, you lose the presidency. Because if you lose the Senate and keep the presidency, your president will never be able to do anything. Ever. He's done. We have to retake the House. In order for the republic to survive, we must take the House, Senate, and the seat of the president. We must take as many House, state House seats that can be taken. Because even though you may have a constitutional republic, House, and Senate, that doesn't mean that your state is going that way. Your state can very easily turn into a socialist monarchy, which is basically what we have next door to us in the communist land of Illinois. This is why we have to be vigilant. We have to put real news out there. Otherwise, the president is going to lose 2020. We are going to lose the Senate. And we are going to see times that are darker and scarier and more depraved and broken than when Obama was president. And we'll go off the air. Oh, no question about it. Yeah, they won't, they're going to have to get rid of us. Welcome to Pirate Radio. <laughs> if you can hear the sound of my voice, you are the resistance. Oh, sorry, did I just go to Terminator there? Yeah. Yes, I did. Anyway, this is this is the truth of it. It's determined, and not in a fictitious way. You can Google it up and look. If the, if the socialists take control of the aspects of government, we will see a physical depression. Not a, oh, there's a slight recession. No, this is a real hyperinflation depression. It's happened before. I don't know why anybody can't think it won't happen again. That's what we're faced with. So I guess the moral of the story is we have to be prepared. We have to be vigilant. And then what happens if they do win? Belize is nice. Belize is nice. I was actually thinking I'd go to Israel myself. Yeah. I like the food. Yeah, but, you know, Belize is nice. Beaches are prettier in Tel Aviv. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Your beaches in Belize are pretty nice, too. Yeah. Uh, either way. And, you know, you don't hear of Belize getting hit by a hurricane too often. No, you don't, surprisingly. Yeah, it's far enough south. Yeah. They kind of. Yeah, you're far enough it messes things up down there. Yeah. Hey, guess what, Lee? We out of time. We're done, man. Folks, stay in for and uh, stay tuned. And if you're on the podcast and listen for episode four, yeah, be sure to find us on Facebook, not politically correct radio. Like our page, check us out, see what's going on there. Uh, we also had lunch today, which was brought to us by the Sunday Funday Cafe in Winfield. Be sure to go check those guys out. It's pretty good. Anyway, we'll see you in a minute in the fourth hour. Fourth seg. What do we call fourth it? Fourth segment. Fourth segment. 
All right. Can you call each segment an hour? We're uh, not. You know, I know. I'm, I'm done. Even though we need two hours. We need a sponsor to sponsor the show so yeah. we can have two Yeah, hours. so give us a call and we'll go four segments. We'll uh, we'll get you hooked up. Send us a message. You can call either one of us if you like. Uh, you can call me 636-358-0992. Call or text. I can get you set up with regular radio, a show sponsor, whatever you want. Lee, how do yeah. they get a hold of you, man? 314-409-0336. And I recommend you text me. Text him. I, I, I'm the poor guy who gets all the weird calls. Yeah, just text him. <laughs> all right, this has been another edition of Not Politically Correct Radio on 1280 AM KYRO 105.3 FM, Lincoln County's hometown station. Now, back to the music.